If you were born between 1969 and 1984, you are a part of the 65 million Gen Xers. And you've just found your new family. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Gen X perspectives on rapidly changing technology, history, media, politics. How they come together and influence every aspect of daily life. The world we were raised in has ceased to exist, but we haven't. Let's do it. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Now your hosts, Mark and Mike. Yo, 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 yo. We're back again on the Carolina Underground. Live from the leprechaun, the replica bat cave. <laughs> the leprechaun bat cave, which is the wrong time of season for that. Hey, we're, we're 24 hours later than normal. That means we're two bottles of Paul Roger in, and Hot we're dog. feeling good. How is it in the baby bat cave down there in the lowlands? Not too terribly bad. It's, uh, I, got a, I got a happy puppy dog sitting there playing with a, with a treat, and uh, it's a good day. It's been that a good is a, day. It has been a good day. Well, it's nice and pretty. Kind of rainy yep. this morning, but turned out pretty. My little baby puppy dog is sitting over there with a full belly. She had a puppy version of stew beef Hot dog. tonight, so she's over there. She licked the patent off the bottom of the plate trying to get yep. every little go. morsel. And I have to say, you know, this weekend is very special. All right. We had something exciting happen. Two things happened exciting yesterday. All right. First off, Spider-Man 2 released on all platforms, but mainly on PlayStation 5. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Great mm-hmm. game. If you haven't played any of them, the first one's great. Miles, the second one about Miles Morales is great. And this time, you get to play both of them in the same game. So what could be more better than that? Oh, that sounds outstanding. Well, there is one thing that would make it better, of course. What's that? If it was a Batman game. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a Marvel person. I, you know, the DC characters, you know, prior to the Dark Knight, they were all too starched for my taste. Well, I've always been my favorite character is Bat is the Bat family. Not necessarily uh-huh. Batman, but the Bat family. Right. Well, the one I probably tend to lean more toward because it's just a, the way they created the characters just more interesting is the super sons, which is Batman's son, Damian Wayne and mm-hmm. Superman's son, John, uh, Sam, Jonathan Kent. Mm-hmm. And it's just their interaction together. And now that they've aged up and I say Batman and his son are teaming together again, um, tentatively because, you know, technically in the comic strips, Bruce Wayne's not a billionaire anymore. And, He's lost Wayne Manor and all this stuff, and he's living in a brownstone and all this stuff. But um, the, that's neither here nor there. The game would have been better if it was a Bat Family-related game, but I settled for Spider-Man. And I will say this. If you're on the fence about buying it, the game is exquisite. I'm only about 30% into it. Mm-hmm. And I do know what happened, so I'm not going to share that with you. But I had... Uh, technical difficulties and didn't get it downloaded when it released. So I had to download it and wait for it last night, but I uh-huh. uh, got it downloaded. I had too much crap on there. And, but um, the second thing that happened yesterday probably is more exciting. Okay. So everybody has heard of Hudsonville ice cream, right? Okay. I mean, I, I can't say, I, I'll, I'll just for the sake of argument, say yes. Okay. I'm not familiar with it. Okay. Well, ahead. all right. Well, what about this other brand named Little Debbie? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, Little Debbie has worked with Hudson brand, Hudsonville brand ice cream. Mm-hmm. And this Christmas early before Christmas, they are coming out with chocolate Christmas tree cakes ice cream and the cherry cordials ice cream. Oh, now that sounds wonderful. Now, I mean, again, my favorite thing about the little Debbie, uh, the little Debbie Christmas trees is that 
chalky plastic coating on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Now, last I can't remember if it was last year or the year before they came out. You know, the regular Christmas trees. You know, the ones with the white and red with the yellow cake. Yeah. That ice yeah. cream came out last year. This year, it's the chocolate one and the cherry cordial. So, well, now I prefer the yellow cake to the chocolate. Okay, well, that one's already out, but they are bringing it back this year too, as well. They're adding it to their Christmas flavors. Well, does it does it have the chalky plastic? Coke I'm coating? assuming it does because essentially, if I've read it right, they essentially take the cookie and crumble it up and freeze it in ice cream. Well, I will have to check that out. I that sounds like a. I'm I'm sitting here looking at a picture of it, and they are absolutely delicious looking. And I will send you a link in your cellular device, which you should not have on. But uh, I will check that out (laughs) after we are done. But it is not on. Woo woo. I don't want to get a call in the middle, which is what always happens. Well, well you, know, you know, I've been thinking, playing this Spider-Man game, and we're talking uh-huh. about Batman, we need some superheroes to just go over and beat the hell out of the bad guys and be done with it. Well, see, therein lies the problem. We've kind of lost track, along with not being able to figure out you know, what the definition of a woman is. We don't seem to be able to define good and you know, right and wrong and good and bad anymore. Well, now, now, wait a minute. After listening to you earlier, I think your definition of a woman and my definition of a woman might not coincide. Well, no. Okay. That's intriguing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't want to pull that string, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're just saying they're uh, resource hogs. Well, I mean, again, I have to go by based on my experience. I, uh, I've, I've not been, I've not been blessed with a, uh, with a, with a, uh, with a good woman in my life. I, I, I know wow. that there are some out there because uh-huh. I have, you know, seen the interactions with some of my friends and and their spouses, but I have not been that fortunate. I mean, I've, but I don't want to go into that now. well you know i was blessed with a lady that worships the quicksand i walk on okay and i know i am godlike because <laughs> she continually makes me burnt offerings well there you go there so you go. my have you ever seen <laughs> you ever seen any of tyler perry's the Medea movies I have not. Uh, it's not something that has ever intrigued me enough to for me to want. I've seen excerpts from some of them, and some of it was, you know, the, some of it is amusing. Well, but it, it is funny. He, he tells a, a story about Medea when she got married, and mm-hmm. she uh, had the funeral early because uh, she had to get to the insurance and then the casino before five o'clock because the insurance office and the bank closed at five o'clock. So she had to get her insurance money from killing her husband by making him a sweet potato pie so she could get to the casino. So it's kind of funny. We uh, have come out and found, you know, that uh, we had another insurrection in Washington. Of course, this one they're not going to label as an insurrection because it's the left-wing tree-hugging hippie bitches. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I don't really consider the left wingers to be tree huggers. The left wingers are a special kind of stupid and 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 broken people. Well, uh, they did the exact same thing that, with one exception, they went into a building that's not open to the public. Ah, yes, okay. So, but but of course, they are on the correct political spectrum, so they won't uh, suffer any repercussions. Yeah, Donald Trump well, no. got fined five thousand dollars again for being on the wrong political side of the fence. Well, no, that's because that judge in that civil case in New York's an asshat. I will say this: Donald Trump's gag from saying it, "I'm not the judge," is a dickhead and an asshat that probably shouldn't even be on the bench because I think I have more judicial acumen than he does. Well, again, that's one of the things that has happened. Um, has become a, 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 a hallmark of, especially the Democrats, they were apoplectic when Trump was doing it during the Trump administration, but they appoint activists 
so that, uh, you know, I mean, Congress is supposed to have to write the laws and the uh, judicial branches is supposed to uh, interpret those laws as written and the executive branch is supposed to charged with with executing those laws hence executive branch mm -hmm. and uh but in the past few decades honestly uh what they've been doing is is you know is 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 putting activists in positions of as judges so that they don't have to write the laws the way the laws they the way that they would have to write them in order for them to be enacted the way that these activists will enact them so it's just a way of of dodging the responsibility of doing their job that they're actually supposed to be doing when they're uh in uh, in session and you know allowing them to to continue with their agenda of enriching themselves at the expense of the American people without um, hold it without being held accountable for it mm -hmm. um, which that's pretty much how the, how they operate now but I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole I was gonna tell you my uh, you know we've I've had some good news here awesome. right? you know my uh, my oldest daughter was proposed to today, and from awesome. what I can tell, she accepted. Awesome. But another one of the interesting things is, uh, you know, my son does the uh, ghost tour. Right. I remember you mentioning that a couple times. Yeah. And uh, now one of the things is, from what I understand, there sadly, I don't know how many how many more years they're going to continue to do the ghost tour. Um, but intriguingly, Friday night, the guests that were on the ghost tour captured photographic evidence of a hate. Awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I saw the pictures. <clears throat> I'll see if I can get one. I think we've got a website somewhere. If I can get one, of them, I'll, I'll make sure that we get that posted. But it was in uh, the Dupree house and they call her the white lady. And I saw the picture, and you can see a woman in a white dress, and you mm -hmm. can make out the lace on the dress. You can see her face. Oh, that's amazing. There is a bell, and then you also see the lamp from the hallway that is behind her shining completely through her. So it's really pretty amazing photo. That sounds uh, like there were another couple of them that people had gotten that they showed us that um, – or that I saw that uh, they were claiming had stuff in them. I, could, I couldn't make anything out of those. Okay. But the, there was one of them that was just absolutely clear as a bell, snapped with a cell phone, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, so some pretty amazing stuff. And I know we were talking at one time about chasing down some woolly boogers and stuff like that. And, and we had talked that, that this was several episodes back. And we right. were talking about the Brown Mountain Lights and uh, – mm -hmm in uh boone, boone. and, uh, and now and then tonight though not the brown mountain lights reminded me we're supposed to be able to see a meteor meteor shower in the sky at some point this weekend i don't think i have the right soap for a meteor shower <laughs> what kind of soap do you use in a meteor so shower? on the dupree house though is that um do we have any background on that as to why it's on it or I personally don't. Uh, I was going to see if I could get my son to chat about it, but um, I can take a look at that. Well, I mean, it's haunted because somebody died violently. <laughs> That's as I understand. Gotcha. In the house. But uh, I'll, I'll check on that. I can get some information on it. I just don't happen to have it. Is uh, that where, I mean, what, what town is it in? It's in Spartanburg. Spart oh, in Spartanburg. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that particular ghost tour is the uh, Spartanburg ghost tour, and uh, yeah, they had uh, it was it was pretty interesting because they do some paranormal investigation, and apparently they were there was something something in the air that uh, what, was it, what was it last? It was either last Saturday or last Friday night, and uh -huh. they had uh, a lot of their a lot of their instruments were going pretty pretty hardcore when they would turn them on and. 
and uh, look for stuff. So it was kind of just kind of intriguing. I need to need to do some more uh, research on that. But yeah, but I mean, again, it was one of those things. The brown li- mountain lights, as we were talking about that, they were just getting ready to take down the cameras that they had had because they'd had them up for several years and had captured nothing. Mm-hmm. And they were just about to pull them down, and they captured the brown mountain lights and it was it was great because you had the audio <laughs> of the guy going what the hell is that <laughs> so anyway i can totally sympathize with that <laughs> oh yeah i would have been in the same buggy sitting looking at that stuff and watching the footage for several years without anything and all of a sudden there it is so you know i got that young boy that works for me Yes, who sir. is his time's coming rapidly to an end. He right. is uh take took another position. Mm-hmm. But uh he is at the coast or in Florida at the coast at a conference this weekend. Mm-hmm. And um he sent me a picture and he says, Guess where I'm eating? And he uh had sent me a picture of the menu at his Roos Chris Steakhouse. Oh okay. and now don't get me wrong, I like a good Roos Chris steak mm. i think their steaks are well they're well, very, they're very, very well prepared yes and uh he said do you have any suggestions and i said well the only thing i can recommend for you is just hand them a card and don't look at the bill till after you get oh, yeah. home from the trip right and he said what do you mean why and i said well let's just just leave it at that just don't look at the bill because I know you'll have a stroke. <laughs> I'll have to fly to Florida to bring your body back. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those places if you have to ask how much it costs, you can't afford it. Well, yeah, the the, the opening text message was, is guess where I'm at? And we had I had just told him about a restaurant down there called Table 26. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. And um, so I guessed Table 26, but I was wrong. So, see, I am wrong every once in a while. It doesn't happen very often. But I thought was... you were going to go with the whole, I thought I was wrong once, but turned out I was mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> well, same difference. And, of course, one of my favorite songs from all time was, uh, was Mac Davis, Oh, Lord, It's Hard to Be Humble. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I've read an article about this Sam Bankman Freed trial yeah and they want him to testify okay well his lawyers and he are telling the authorities that in order for him to testify he's going to need more adderall because the the dosage they are giving him in the morning wears off by the time the court thing runs around it don't last very long and they're not going to give it to him. And I'm like, well, then why are you getting mad that he's not testifying if he can't focus? Because I know I know people with ADHD. Mm-hmm. And it is hard for them to focus. So why are you getting mad at him that he can't testify if you're not going to give him what he needs to focus so he can testify? Well, I have a, I have some issues with that whole ADD and ADHD thing because, you know, it was hard for me to focus. And I had to learn to focus, mm-hmm. okay, because it's like, I mean, Sinbad used to do a routine on there talking about his parents and how they cured ADHD with a belt it's or called, ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to yeah. say, with our generation, it was called tear that ass up, and that made you focus. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like, and you, you, you go ahead and run around this house one more time like you've done lost your mind. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you get know, ready to lose your ass. That's right. And, uh, you know, I mean, Lord knows with the whole thing of, of having to go out and pick your own switch and you better pick a good one because if you didn't pick a good one, you were going to get twice as much with a bigger switch because they were going to go get another one. Right. And of course the other thing, if you ever have to pick out your own switch, you don't want to pick out one of the thinner ones. The thinner they are, the more they cut. But anyway, be that as it may, I, you know, I mean, again, the problem I've got with ADHD and ADD is that the medication is an amphetamine. So you're mm-hmm. basically, you know, why are we a rent? Well, of course, outside of the, the, the horrific safety concerns with a meth lab, why are we, uh, why are we arresting meth heads 
and then the pharmaceutical companies can prescribe essentially the same substance with impunity. And I mean, again, that's absurd. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I realize that that's a ridiculous argument, but it's one that needs to be looked into because why on earth are we giving amphetamines to our children? You know, especially right, our right. children before they've reached a point because your brain doesn't stop. It really doesn't congeal into a completely functional organism until you're about 25. Mm -hmm. And so if we're going to, I mean, just, you know, the, the whole idea of pumping anybody under the, you know, whose who's brain and body is not fully formed yet. I mean, because we don't know what you're going to turn out like bumping any kind of drugs into them, right. you know, is, is just, uh, it concerns me, but you know, it's, there's, there's a laundry list of stuff that concerns me in this. It's one of the arguments, one of the conversations I just was having recently where it was about the flu vax or flu shot and the okay. flu shot's not really a vaccine. Okay. The flu shot is a, it's an attempt at a vaccine, if you will, um, for a specific variant of flu. And I mean, what they do is they try to determine based on data, you know, they, they do use a scientific method, which variant of influenza is going to be most prevalent that year. Now, and there are just scads of different influenza variants, okay? So they usually get it wrong by a pretty large margin, but their claim is if you get the flu shot, then your symptoms will be less than if you didn't and you get the flu. Now, my first problem with that is, well, how do you know? Right. Right. Because you can't undo the shot and do a, bl a double blind test and influenza, just like every other illness is going to affect different people differently. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, but at any rate, the, the point being that this was one of the, uh, the, the, the flu shot was one of the demands that was, given to, uh, I've, I've got a grandbaby on the way. And okay. one of the suggestions that the doctor said is everybody needs to have their Tdap booster. Now I do believe in the Tdap booster because that, that's not influenza. It's not an airborne virus that, uh, you know, the, a coronavirus, if you will, which there's never been a successful vaccine developed for. So those are, you know, diphtheria, uh, tetanus, whoop and cough. All of those are legitimately proven to be uh, controlled and eradicated by vaccination. So I, right. I don't have a problem with those. But the problem I had was they said, well, you need to have your flu shot because of RSV being really bad this year. Well, RSV is not influenza. Right, right. Um, so that's the first problem I had. The second problem I had with it is the, you know, the flu shot doesn't guarantee you're not going to catch the flu. Okay. So you get a flu shot. And then if you happen to catch the flu after the fact, and you're symptomatic, meaning you're running a fever, sweating, have a headache, um, that sort of thing. Well, then you're shedding. And if you're shedding, that's how the virus or the, how the, the, the disease is transferred. So the flu shot doesn't really have any impact on that. But for some reason, people are believing that even regular vaccines are some magical shield or talisman that's going to keep you from catching mm -hmm. whatever version of the crud it is that you're now and and there is truth to that for the things like smallpox like i said smallpox rubella diphtheria there's a, a ton of those that are very successfully controlled by vaccination but but influenza sars the coronaviruses they're not mm -hmm. and so it really irks me that these medical you know medical professionals are pushing this snake oil. Right. And um, I just felt the need to bring that up because it's, it's really sad what uh, the Med medical association has turned into. 
Well, it's like it's gotten, well, it's turned into something that, or devolved into something that they're more worried about treating something because they can make a ton of money than fixing it. Right. Well, that's what it is. They're all, they're more concerned about the money than they are about the cure. And again, whatever happened to above all else, do no harm. That is the Hippocratic oath that they're Mm -hmm. all supposed to, to, to go with. And yet they prescribe based on rather than uh, using their own common sense, whatever the, uh, the, the, the WHO uh, has come out with or whatever the CDC has come out with. And mm-hmm. they're largely influenced by, you know, the big pharmaceutical companies and whatnot like that from my perspective. Right. So it's kind of a mess. I mean, again, it's one of those where, the uh, three oldest legal professions in the world being, uh, you know, being uh, doctors, lawyers, and prostitutes and accountants. Well, no, those are prostitution and prostitution, which is, in in my opinion, includes politics, uh, is is illegal unless. Well, you're now prostitution, if you're including politics, them's them cheap hoes. Yeah, the politicians are cheap hoes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I mean, again, it's, it's, you know, how, how do you, how do you reconcile that only fans is not an act of prostitution and stuff like that? It's a mess. I mean, now, we've just lost our collective minds. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Well, I don't, I'm not a, I know what only fans is. I've never really been on it, but I, I look, either, well, I mean, I look at it like this. If, I don't consider it prostitution if they're consenting adults. I mean, there's really no contact. So what's different than watching a porn movie? Prostitution usually is happening between consenting adults, but it's still illegal (laughs) in most states. There's a few of them, you know, Nevada. Yeah, but maybe it shouldn't be. I don't. I don't have a dog in that fight. I mean, because if you're going to decriminalize drugs, I would much rather have drugs criminalized than sex. Well, I don't know. It all depends. I mean, you know, again, this is, this is beyond, this is beyond, I, I think we got bigger problems. We got bigger fish to fry overall than whether we're going to tackle drugs and, or, and, and prostitution, mm-hmm. um, you know, but we kind of, I mean, again, it's one of those where we kind of, we kind of, you know, the politicians want to play both sides of the fence and that's the problem because they want everything to be sufficiently nebulous that they can do whatever they want to do. But if they don't like you, or if you start costing them money, then they can go after you. And I mm-hmm. mean, that has, I've, I've seen that, you know, of course, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these, uh, vape shops, um, sell CBD products, right. And whatnot. And I've seen that very thing happen. One of the, uh, shops that I do business with had, um, they were, they had filled out all their paperwork. They'd done everything that they were supposed to do and everything like that. But they were, you know, and they were selling the CBD stuff Mm -hmm. and, um, the police proceeded to come in and raid them and took all of their product and emptied their cash register and everything like that and took it all with them. And there wasn't a bloody thing they could do about it. They were just because the law is in, at least in South Carolina, it's still really technically illegal to do that. So I, I don't know. Again, it's, it's just, this is the whole thing. I, I mean, I, I hate hearing it because it's such a hackneyed phrase and so full of crap that no one is above the law, but nobody should be above the law, but the law should apply to everyone equally. That was the United right. States I grew up in. Not this abomination, this dystopian nightmare that we mm-hmm. live in now. So, you know, I'd like to see us get back to that, but hell, we can't even, uh, we can't even get a, a speaker of the house elected because of the dysfunction up in Washington. And, I figured uh, you'd be in a bad mood this evening and not want to talk though. Why would I be in a bad mood? 
uh, considering my gator spanked them Gamecocks. Oh, no, I'm a gator. You don't uh, remember my no, brother? No, I do, but you live in South yeah. Carolina. That's beside the point. I never <laughs> had much use for Gamecocks. Now, the intriguing thing is my both my daughter and son-in-law um, are went to <laughs> and did their undergraduate work at uh, Carolina, USC. Oh, okay. And then did their graduate work at Clemson. So they're oh, okay. kind of <laughs> <laughs> now they were always more Clemson fans than they were Carolina. It was a close fans. game though. It was forty one thirty nine, I think. My dog. Well the thing that I learned years ago is that unless it's like a homecoming game, I can't watch the Gators play. If I watch the Gators play, they'll lose. Well, I have that same problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the darndest thing. If I don't watch them, they win. If I watch them, they lose. And so I just have to, I can, I can peek at them. <laughs> but uh, after, after the third quarter, I need to leave them alone or else they'll manage to lose it. So I read an article. Uh, believe it it. <laughs> Actually, it was quite painful. Oh, all right. I think it was it? the 17th of this month. And I have since been trying to figure out exactly why this is going to happen. All right. Netflix plans to open brick and mortar stores in 2025. That's intriguing. To do what? Well, <laughs> they are planning to open them, but instead of browsing video rentals, customers will shop for merchandise eat at themed restaurants, see live entertainment, and participate in immersive experience surrounding hit Netflix show shows. So I'm assuming this is all going to be about Stranger Things. That's what it sounds like to me, but that's that sounds like one of the Stranger Things that I've heard about. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, this, people don't even want to go to Walmart or go to Chuck E. Cheese anymore. They're going to... I, I just... People come up with some of the stupidest things and thinks it's going to make money. And I'm like, it's just stupid. I will say this, though. Disney better be afraid. Yeah. You know, the Daily Why Wire. Well, the Daily Wire started their own kids entertainment wing, right? Oh, no, I did not. It that. is. It is called Bent Key Productions. Huh. I have had the opportunity to watch some of the content. Mm -hmm. The content is funny refreshing adventurous and not once did i feel like i was being smacked in the head with some agenda that a i didn't understand or i didn't agree with huh well that's excellent that is absolutely excellent and they have yeah. brought back saturday morning cartoons because all new episodes will release on saturdays oh well excellent that's good news i will i will bring that uh information forth to to my progeny as they are yeah starting to produce grandchildren they have wonderful so was it the something about chinchillas i got a family of chinchillas i can't mm -hmm. remember their names i think one of them's name is opal opal chilla mm -hmm. but uh it, i was really impressed for somebody that uh you would not normally associate with animation and stuff mm -hmm. like that they did an amazing job and uh i think it is applaudable that somebody's putting their money where their mouth is and making viable alternatives for the woke crap that's being crammed down everybody's throat. I think that's a wonderful thing too. And I, uh, you know, it, it's, it, yeah, I mean, that's, it's not just wonderful. It's a necessity because at this point, the federal government at the very least, if not state and local, depending on where you live, they're, they're, they've gotten into the business of picking winners and losers. And mm -hmm. so they kind of adjust, but again, well, they adjust the laws based on whatever they want, whatever their whims are. Right. You know, i.e. the January 6th protest. Or i.e. whichever the, uh, Luke yeah. uh, making the pockets more full. Right, exactly. So, I mean, again, I, I heard just the other day, one of the uh, leaders of the Proud Boys, and I want to say was since sentenced to 20-some-odd years for January 6th, and he wasn't even there. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I heard that too, and to me, that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Well, nothing about January 6th makes any sense whatsoever when just very few days before that, you had Black Lives Matter burning a church and not mm-hmm. a one of them saw a minute of time behind bars for setting fire to a church. But you, know? you got Rashida Tlaib sitting there crying right. about the children crying in this hospital that was bombed that Israel didn't bomb. Right. And... I'm in, sorry, in the parking but parking lot of a hospital right, was bombed. You know? Right. Well, yeah, but she claims it's the hospital, even though it's been debunked, you know, all the way around. Right. Her, Elon Omar, Ocasio Cortez, and that whole squad crap squad. are just like Hamas. They're a bunch of human cockroaches that need to be stoned. Oh well, no, they absolutely are. They're 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 garbage. They are human garbage. I'm sorry. AOC had a credit rating of a 400 and something and was put on the committee that uh, does the f- government's finances. Well, you, you remember, oh my goodness, I can't remember her name. Uh, the Oh my goodness, the uh, black senator, uh, women senator that was saying, go out there and harass people, don't let them rest back during, what was her name? Oh, I can see her face. Maxine Waters? Maxine Waters. She's, yeah, a, Maxine Congress. Waters. She's a Congress lady. Right. She is uh, very, yeah, but she was in charge of the committee on uh, the oversight committee on uh, student loans and uh, was proceeding to tear these uh, bankers a new one about how they handled student loans. And the fact of the matter is, and they answered her, you know, hey, this isn't us. This all happened after the federal government took over the student loan program. Right. This is y'all. <laughs> we're from the federal government, and we're here to help. Exactly. And and so that doesn't surprise me at all that they would put somebody. I mean, again, the 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 most incredible ir- statement and uh, ironic statement that I've heard lately was when uh, Fetterman and I think he was on Colbert. Fetterman says, we're not sending our best and brightest to Washington. Oh, if that ain't now, not calling the kettle black. Absolutely. But uh, he, he I, I have He's questions good. about the man's mental acuity as well. Well, I have the. I have a lot of questions about the mental acuity of most of the folks that we've got in Washington, D.C. Well, I mean, we can't even, we don't even have a Speaker of the House. They can't even do what we need to do. Maybe what we need to do is just make Speaker of the House an office that we vote on every two years and be done with it and let the people decide who the Speaker of the House is instead of the parties. Well, and I don't disagree. I think that should be, I, I think that's an excellent idea, but the but Washington's never going to go for it. You know, and this is a thing, all of these folks that, uh, you know, we're always talking about term limits and stuff like that. They're never going to vote that stuff in. Well, that's right, they're because not that's going to limit their ability to feed themselves. Correct. So this is all, and, and the, the end result of it is, Everybody is going to have to, rather than letting this stuff continue to rot like it's doing now, Mm -hmm. if you want to see a change, you're going to have to go out and get involved in in politics in some form or fashion. Get involved with your party. Most folks don't even know what their party is, is, is what their party's uh, platform is especially on the Democrat side. I mean, they don't know. They just vote based on, the, do they have a D by their name? Okay, at mm-hmm. least every one of them I've ever spoken to. They, they consider themselves to be highly educated. Well, I, I know two. I, know, I, I, I do know two folks that are Democrats that actually can hold an intelligent conversation, and I would call them conservative Democrats. Uh, they're not the liberals. They're well, they're probably the more like what the old school party used to be yes. before it devolved right. into the the mess that it is right. today. Yeah. I, that, that's a lot. I'm glad you brought that up because that's the a lot nicer way of than what I was going to put it. Right. You know, and I'm trying so, to do better. I'm trying. I got a swear jar here in the replica Batcave, 
and I put money in it every time I cuss, oh, I'm running out of money. Well, I, I imagine you I imagine you're running out of jar too. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> well, that's one of them. I got like a five one of them five gallon water buckets. Right, right, right. That said, you you swap it out every week. <laughs> Here lately, yes. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, again, that's the thing. So, I mean, you're going to have to get involved because we all know, I mean, we, you know, for, the, the point of the matter is that, you know, when you talk to people, they're all, well, you got to either vote Democrat or Republican. You can't vote for anything other than Democrat or Republican or you're throwing your vote away. Right. Well, why is that? That, that shouldn't be the case. We ought to be able to cast our vote for the best candidate, whether it's, a, a Democrat or a Republican or whatever, it really right. should matter. And the, the problem is we've allowed those, well, they're not just, they're not two separate parties. They're, they're the uniparty, if you ask me, but we've allowed them to, to, to consolidate too much control and power over our lives. And we can't continue to allow that. So, you know, folks, you're just going to have to, you know, if, if any of you are listening, you're just going to have to get involved. You're going to have to go to your county council meetings and get involved. You're going to have to go to your school board meetings and get involved. I have started getting involved in my party, which is the Libertarians. Um, okay. But if we don't, then, you know, I mean, this is a natural and normal progression of a government system. It goes through a, you, you come from slavery and oppression and you go through a building phase and then you have a golden age uh-huh. and then that golden age, you develop corruption and rot and then it slowly devolves back into totalitarianism, which then devolves into slavery and it's a normal cycle. Now the, the tools are within the framework that our founders put together to to purge that corruption and to get everything back on track but it's not going to happen from the elected officials it's right. got to be a grassroots movement there's just no other way for it to happen right there the elected officials are not going to have anything to do with it yeah because by the time they get there they have compromised themselves so many different ways they're in as deep as everybody else. Now, right. granted, there's a small handful, not many, a small handful of them that aren't completely complicit with everything going on, mm-hmm. but not many. And and it's just, I miss the USA. I, I have not had, I've, I've not enjoyed living in the USSA. Uh, and I would prefer it not continue, but I just don't without a, without, without people actually getting together and, and taking the time to, to be involved. I just don't see how we're going to get out of it personally. I'm sorry. Well, I kind of agree with that. It kind of, kind of seems like the American experience experiment has ended. That would, I, I, I would like to see, I would like to have an experiment where we, where we get people to go out and, and take part that are not, I mean, most of your, most of the politicians that I have ever seen, met or known, uh-huh. Fetterman's right. They're not the best and the brightest. And I'm saying most. Well, and, but, and, but there's a reason for that because if you're not the brightest and you're not the best, you're easily controlled by donations. Correct. Yes. Right. Exactly. And, and that is very true. But again, that's the whole point. And and so they're not that bright in the first place. They're making decisions about things that they don't understand, for the most part. And I mean, again, what was uh, the, your your favorite quote about the fellow thinking uh, thinking Guam was going to tip oh, over yeah. and put too many people on it? That guy. You know, and so. All they're good at is bluster. And the other thing I think we ought to do is political speech should not be protected. It really should not be protected speech. If you make a statement that is considered political speech and you know that that statement is false, 
Mr. Like Adam Schiff? Oh, like Mr. Joe Biden or Mr. Adam Schiff. Well, the problem with Joe Biden, though, at this point, I don't know whether he knows the stuff's a lie or not because I don't think his brains work. I agree. But again, it's one of those, if you make a statement that is demonstrably, the facts are demonstrably false, you should not have protection, period. Right. The truth should be the absolute be all and end all. Okay. The truth, the truth should set you free and the truth should be, uh, you know, and, and, and if the facts are, are, you know, very viable and truthful and prove you to be wrong, you should be held accountable for making false statements, mm-hmm. period. You know, I mean, again, Jesse Smollett, Bubba Wallace, the Covington Catholic kids. Okay. I mean, on and on and on. And the media should not be. Well, uh, a lot, I think a, a lot of the main issue is the media. It comes down to oh, yeah. responsibility and pushing agenda, trying to create headlines rather right. than to report what is actually happening. Well, and the, and the media is the, the, because the media is all owned by three overarching media corporations and they should be, in my opinion, they should be, uh, regulated and, um, and broken apart. It should not, that should not be allowed. They, they, you know, they should, because they have too much control and that's why you don't get news. You get propaganda. Right. And that's it. And so are you going to listen to left-wing propaganda? Well, if you want left-wing propaganda, then that's the mainstream media and PBS, PBR, whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you want right-wing propaganda, well, it's not really right-wing, but if you want propaganda that's not so blatantly left-wing that it makes you throw up while you're listening to it, then you listen to Fox. And those really I don't really listen up. to any of them. No, I, I agree. I, I, I don't either. I've, you know, I, I, at this point, I spend most of my time on X because you, the, the artist formerly known as Twitter, because there you at least get both sides of the argument. Well, uh, yeah. again, I also talked about ground news is one of them that, uh, that aggregates from all of the different media mm-hmm. outlets. Uh, and, um, golly, Pete, I can't ever remember the other one. You're going to have to give me a minute to find it. It's more on the, uh, on the side of the, uh, uh, it starts with a J but all I can think of is judicial review, and that is not it. <laughs> so you'll have to give me a minute oh, you're while fine. I look it up. But yeah, there's the those are the two. Um, me, that's where I get my news from now because it's they, they take the time to aggregate mm-hmm. the news stories. And they also give you a uh, blind spot. And I mean, I used to start out with my with the Drudge Report and Reuters. Mm-hmm. And Drudge admitted now Drudge when he started out was uh, the Drudge Report was great, but then somewhere along the lines he came uh, aware of the fact that I can make you know the, the I can make a whole lot more money if I put these inflammatory right. Uh, statements up and stories up than if I'm putting up the actual news. But I mean, again, the news, when, when I, when I was a kid, you didn't watch the news cause it was exciting. You watched the news because your parents well, didn't give you an option. And you, did, <laughs> and you didn't watch it 24 seven. You watched Correct. it at six and 11. Right. Yep. It wasn't a multi-billion dollar industry at that point. Correct. Yep. Absolutely. But we have created a whole genre of people that can't get a job doing anything else because that's all they can do. It's like Brett Bear. Just right. no, it directed directly at him, but just saw, oh, well, he put his house on the market for $31 million. So right. you're telling me that somebody that sits on TV and reads somebody else's script should mm-hmm. get money like that. That's just a, this is asinine. Oh, I agree. And uh, the other site that I, I just managed to find, and I'm sorry, is called the National Pulse. The National is Pulse the, is more conservative. Let side me see. What is, there is an app I have on my phone that I found by accident. Mm-hmm. Of course, here, this is under the news section. Uh, this is where I get my news from. Mm-hmm. 
Daily Wire, mm-hmm. Apple News, which I do that more to read the different newspapers and peruse them, right. and News Nation. Gotcha. Well, those, uh, yeah, with the exception of Apple News, those are yeah. Those Apple are News, we have an Apple yeah. News isn't a website. Apple News is more of a aggregation of being yeah. able to read different magazine articles, right? And stuff. Well, yeah, like that's that. what that's what both the National Pulse and Ground News do. Now, I used to do National around. Lampoon, but it's non-existent anymore. <laughs> And that would probably be far more accurate. You know, like, it's like reading a Babylon Bee these days. It's 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 really sad. If you want to know what's going to happen, just uh-huh. watch South Park. Right. No, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was The Simpsons. South South Park. So is South Park predicting the future now? I think it's both I of them. The actually, I think it's yeah. both of them. Gotcha. Well, I have to check that. I've always enjoyed South Park. South Park, they they don't uh, they're an equal opportunity offender. Oh, and they're they hilarious! Don't any punches, punches at all. I, they I are hilarious. <laughs> well, my Indeed. friend, we have come yes, to sir. the end of another episode. Oh my goodness! Well, did we accomplish anything? <laughs> we did. <laughs> if we just piss one people off, I'm happy. <laughs> Well, I'm sure we've done that. Oh, goodness. Well, I've enjoyed it, sir. I have too. And that's the snout to the curly tail and everything in between. Don't hate us because we live in the south of America and we're perfect and you're not. We love you. God bless you. Do better. And we gone. Have a good evening. You've been listening to the Carolina Underground. Our passion is to talk about technology, history, media, politics, and how it's all changed over the years and affects our daily life as Gen Xers. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter at CarolinaUNDGRND. Hit the website at www.thecarolinaunderground.com. And if you've got questions or comments, send an email to info at thecarolinaunderground.com. Stay Gen X strong. See you next time on the Carolina Underground.